What's going on, dudes? Welcome back to another installment of the Unclaimed XP podcast. I hope we're all doing fantastic today. I am Hunter, and I'm sitting here with Rug. What's going on, man? How you doing today? Good, good. Just had a nice cup of coffee. We are feeling fantastic. A lot of cool stuff to talk about today, man. Oh, hell yeah. A lot of cool stuff to talk about. But yeah, just going to start off with it. I hope everybody's doing well. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Um, this week has been uh, a good week. It's been a crazy week. Uh, a lot of stuff going on and also just, you know, a lot of a lot of things happening with the transition of Mixer shutdown and all that. Like I've been keeping busy for sure. I've been having, I've been doing a lot. I've been trying to keep up with the streams and the scheduling, trying to work out a different scheduling for me and uh, one that might work a little bit better. Like mornings, like super early mornings, uh, like 7 a.m. Eastern time is my like, like that's what I'm shooting for. 7 or 8 a.m. Eastern time. Uh, it's actually when we're recording this right now, uh, 8 a.m. Eastern time, 8.15 a.m. right now. So usually I'd be streaming right now, but I'm going to be streaming after this. So I think mornings are going to work out a little bit better for my schedule with just work and just everything else going on in my life. So uh, we got a lot to talk about, though. We got a couple of games to talk about, uh, some things about Ninja, and also a little thing about TikTok here. So I'm very excited to get into it, but I just wanted to ask, Rug, how has your week been, my man? Uh, I think it's been extremely productive. Uh, mm-hmm. I was able to get some games that I used to play as a child. I ended up rebuying Spyro, the Ignite trilogy. Oh, man. And I was like, you know what? I think I'm also going to put on Crash. Because Crash Bandicoot was one of my favorite games growing up. I loved it. So I played it last night. I did through the whole first island. And oh my God, I don't know how I survived as a kid. Yeah. I do not remember being that hard and that like specific with jumping. Like I just can't. I just can't do it, man. Yeah, so I I actually replayed that not long ago. Well, actually, I think it was like a year ago now. Um, I replayed that, or I played it, because that's when it came out. I got it when it came out, and it was very difficult. I remember asking myself when I was playing it, I was like, how in the hell did I get through this? Like, how was this possible for me as a tiny human that barely had a developed brain, and I was playing this, and I'm like, I just don't understand. I just don't understand, because it's so much more difficult for me, and I always go back to the idea of how how much uh, you're coddled by video games now, just how much you're given in video games, and oh, how much, sure. yeah, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, I feel like you're just coddled like crazy in video games now, and it just makes a weaker gamer, in, in a sense, you know what I mean? It's just... And it's it's just interesting. It's interesting to see because when you play that kind of game, you're like, man, this is this is difficult. Like this, it is. This is supposed to be an older game, right? Like <laughs> this isn't like something that's new. <laughs> and I also feel like for Spyro, like I bought Spyro when it came out. That one I immediately bought. Um, I got like a special edition. I think I got a pair of socks that I still have somewhere. Like it was a big box. But anyway, I digress. It was for my PlayStation. I remember that game being like so much more. Like, there was just so much more into it. There's really not. You just go around to each level and you just find the stone dragons to, like, free them. As a child, I remember, I just... You know how, like, big Skyrim is as a map? That's what I imagined Spyro was as a kid. Like, this huge map where there's so many things going on. And then I get to the game and I'm like, this is, like, pretty linear. Yeah. Yeah, I guess you get kind of surprised because, you know, your memory of it is a little bit skewed just depending on, like... You know how big like you really think it's a lot bigger when in reality it's not as big as the games that they're making now. It just doesn't feel like it because we're so tuned to play the games that we have now and the size games that we have now. Like we're just so tuned to it. You know what I mean? Like we're just we really are. Yeah, we're just like primed for it. And like 
Now when we get a game that's not as big, we're just like, man, this was like a short game. It's kind of lame or whatever. But like, uh, I need shorter games because I love shorter games, dude. They're just because like I just lose my my train of thought. I lose motivation. Like the last two Assassin's Creed when we talked about uh, Valhalla coming out, hmm. I mentioned it before. I really need them to just shorten it a little bit. I don't. I can't do a seventy-five hour like base game mm-hmm. campaign. Can't do it. If you give me like 30, I could probably push for 30. I just, dude, I just can't. Like, I know they want to really immerse you, and I think that's fucking awesome, and it's great, and it's super cool, but like, goddamn, please. There's only so please. much you can do. Like, there's really only so much you, or only so much you can handle, you know? Like, yeah. Just brain capacity wise. Sometimes you just get burnt out, and you're just like, man, I just want to be, want it to be over. Like, <laughs> I'm getting old, man. I'm getting yeah. up there in age. I can't be doing these long ass games anymore. Yeah. It's rough. It's rough out there, dude. Like, it is. Man, it's really rough. Uh, so I, I don't know, man. That was one thing I actually really always liked about, like, not getting like, super off topic, but, like, Call of Duty, like, campaigns and whatnot. Eight not hours. Any, yeah. They, they weren't, like, anything crazy. You know, you can knock them out in a night or two. And, like, that was, that's what I really loved about it. Like, it was something that was super easy, and you could immerse yourself so much into it. And just, oh, my God, it was so much fun, dude. I, I... I uh I remember like getting off of like a really long shift and like to decompress I would just like come home put on like headphones put on like Call of Duty or something like that and just play through the campaign and just like turn off all the lights and just like immerse myself in the fucking like and game just kill and, people. Just, and just like yeah and like turn up the volume and just like experience the game like just the campaign like I didn't play multiplayer like I did the campaign because it was just, just like go to another world man exactly and it was just so much fun like oh my god i loved the campaigns that they did except for the black ops ones mostly i enjoyed the first two but then it just veered off real quick and i was I was like okay nope we're done with yeah, that no, no we're good we're done <laughs> yeah. and we're gone yeah so i'm very excited for the new uh campaign of theirs uh like the next one i'm very excited for that because of the way that they left it on the latest modern warfare so um but yeah, regardless, uh, kind of just like segueing into like what we've been playing this week. I have uh, actually been picked up World of Warcraft. <laughs> I, and you know what, dude? It was it was gonna happen whether we wanted you to do it or not. It was gonna happen regardless of yeah. yeah. There was there was no stopping that train. Nothing that nothing that could have stopped it. Nothing at all could have stopped it. <laughs> so, and here we are. Yeah. So I kind of got back into WoW Classic. Um, just for right now, I'm sure I'll get back into retail, but I probably will get back into it once, uh, the new one comes out. I imagine that'll be in around September. That's usually when it is like September, November. Uh, that's usually when they drop it. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm actually really, really excited for that because I, I always love seeing the new stuff that they drop and like to see the progression of World of Warcraft over the years that it's been out is just absolutely insane like playing classic and then you see retail and it's like holy crap this is this is a monster this is even bigger than this gigantic game that was already gigantic it's like what what are you doing <laughs> well let me ask you this first off when did you download it to uh, how much have you played since okay so I downloaded it I think, okay, um, when we did the podcast, I definitely looked into it. A day or two after that, I downloaded it. And I okay. played it a total of, like, three times now. So, in the span of, like, five-ish days, I've played it, like, three times. And two of those was on stream. One of and those was long? on stream. One of those was on stream. Sorry. Well, what? Uh, well how long were your sessions? Because I remember mm. when this came, when Classic came out, dude, we'd be there for 
hours. Yeah, unfortunately, my time is not as I don't not as it's a bit more limited now. So like I definitely play it for hours, but it's more like two or three hours at a time. I did when I first got it, got it back. I did play it for like six hours because I was just like feeling it and I was just like chilling. I was I was I was just here. I was just chilling, doing my thing, and I was just really like tired and just wanted to chill out and play a game. And yeah. that's I was like, man, I'm just gonna get World of Warcraft. I'm just gonna do it. Like, screw it, whatever. So I just re up my subscription and just went for it. So I played it for like six hours or so, and then played it for a couple hours the next day, and then I streamed it. I believe uh, two mornings ago. I believe I, I don't. I can't remember now. Anyway, um, yeah, I've been loving it, man. It's been so much fun, and I just I love going back through it, like. It's one of those games that's always going to grab me and bring me back to it. Like it's like Minecraft, like that game is always going to grab me and bring me back to it. Um, Minecraft is a bit more, uh, I, I don't know. It's more of a surprise when that happens. Cause I know world of Warcraft is going to happen. That, that happens annually. That's just like in my DNA. I don't know what it is, but every year, usually around my birthday ish time, I, uh, I get back into it and I'm just not sure why. <laughs> No, man, it happens, and I'm proud of you. Oh yeah, thank you. Cause like it was a, it was about time. Yeah, like probably like, what, what week six maybe before every <laughs> podcast or like during the podcast. Excuse me, it's like so like you want to play WoW? It's like ah, <laughs> oh, I do, I do though, but I don't want to spend all the money because I just bought an electric drum set. So it's like I can't really just <laughs> yeah, I know weird weird buys, very weird buys. Um, yeah, I digress. Uh, but anyway. Yeah, it's like, ah, oh, do I really want to spend like the seventy bucks every? Was, how is it seventy bucks every six months? I think so, but I do like the fifteen dollar a month subscription just because, like, if I fall out of it after like three weeks, I'm just gonna like cancel it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want, I want to get back into it, but it's also like, there's so many other games. Like, here, let me finish all of Crash, all of Spyro, and then the new Crash when it comes out. When, when oh, I already forget, I have to go back in our old notes. When does the Crash 4 come out. Yeah, but there's a game we're going to talk about on our upcoming releases that I need to beat because this is another big game of my childhood. Mm-hmm. I'll most likely get back on WoW if you're still into it. Yeah, like honestly, I'm sure it, I'm sure I will be. Like, I, I don't know. If not, I'll just wait till next year. Yeah, either that or just like just tell me you're going to get back into it, and I'll probably get back into it as well if I'm not already like still into it. Like, yeah, it's kind of one of those games where I could just be like, yeah, I could play that whenever. Like, unless I have a bunch of other games going on, like a bunch of other stuff that I'm super invested in, which really hasn't been the case for a long time because there's not a ton of games. Like, there's this one game that we're about to talk about, but there's not like a lot of games that I'm really like gonna be crazy invested in there's a lot of games that i'll probably play for like a couple days but nothing like ongoing nothing perpetual that's gonna be happening for like a long time you know yeah so i um, get that there's and these are all like shorter games too like mm-hmm. i think crash on pc it's like four hours yeah yeah i don't think it's too bad so like think about maybe like a total of like 20 hours because me i die a lot i don't know why i just can't do it Dude, so like 20 it. hours for all three crash games probably another 20 hours for all the spiral games when this other game that we're gonna talk about comes out, obviously we're we're golden. Yeah, so I no. forget how long how long that is. Yeah, it shouldn't be too long. I guess it shouldn't be too bad to be honest. Like, uh, we'll we'll get into that. Yeah, uh, like yeah. yeah, I'm sure we will. And like, I'm I'm planning on getting into retail too because I know you kind of enjoyed retail a little bit more. It was a little bit easier on me. It, it is easier. 
and uh, I know Craven's, I think, into retail at the moment right now, too. So, yes, because of um, the grind. Yeah, so I have Alliance Classic, but I'm going to be Horde on retail. So Yes. That's just how, how it works, because you guys are Horde nerds, so that's just, you know, it's cool. Well, I mean, because Horde is the best. Actually, guys, leave, leave a comment down on the YouTube. What's better, Horde yeah. or the Alliance? Yeah, you know what? Actually, I am curious about this. Like, tell us which side you are for, because... uh me and Rug have butted heads like uh, ever since I, uh, w- he's gotten into World of Warcraft, and like I think he got into it when I got back into it one year. <laughs> yeah, it was it was all at the same exact time because when Classic came out, we all talked about it. We're like, yo, we're gonna play so much. That's right. We're was, gonna do so much. I have a Classic Horde flag behind out. me. Yes, you do. Yeah, because I just love the Horde. I might yeah. get a Horde tattoo as well. Like that's how much like wow like changed me as a person. Like I got to experience something that all of these people got to experience as a child. I got to experience it for like five months. Yeah. And it was like, it was, wow, uh, this was like really special. Yeah. It was really hardcore too. Like it's a hardcore game. Classic. Fuck, now, is, now I want to play. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I telling you, man, like it's just how it does. It gets its hooks in you. And then, Oh my God. Oh God. Then you're just, right. gotcha for life. Um, Dude, apparently, but yeah, other than that, I've just been playing world of Warcraft. I haven't really been playing much else. I've been playing like other indie games. Like, I don't know what the golf is a fun one. I got that on the switch. Yeah, You've been, all on what the golf dude, dude the game is so fun it's so fucking fun it's so cute the puns are amazing i cannot like recommend it more uh it's absolutely amazing so yeah i don't know man i think you should definitely pick it up i think you would have a fun time with it it's like a super just chill game you know and i know that's what switch games are all about to you because you just you know like i, I do need i do need a, I do need a really really chill game i think it's super chill and it's just like a lot of fun it just makes you think and it's, it's cute it's cute i don't like thinking though i mean it makes you think a little bit it's not like you're like solving like a freaking like algorithm or something or like trying to like figure out the square root of pi i don't is that i think it's something ridiculous you know what it doesn't matter you're playing golf you know what i'm saying so i think golf. i think i think you'd be fine i don't know why yeah, I went right. I'll, I'll be all right i'll be fine accent all right. Um. So yeah. Other than that, though, just been playing that stuff. What have you been playing? I don't know if we. So Crash is definitely one. Um. I played Dead by Daylight with Mel and Amin the other day, which was nice. Yeah. Uh, I found out that Dead by Daylight is my second most played game, like ever. <laughs> like I really, really liked DVD. Like when I was in college, it was always Siege. DVD. Yeah. No, you played always. a lot of DVD. So like I remember that. I remember when I first like discovered you. You played a lot of Siege, but you also played a lot of Dead by Daylight. And that's actually, like, um, what kind of, like, piqued my interest on the game to start with. And then um, Owly actually, like, made me play it for the first time. So it's kind of yeah, interesting. It's a good, like, it's a good game. But if you play too much it. of it, man, you'll go nuts because it's oh, very yeah. linear again. It. It's, like, it's asymmetrical. Like, everything is this, like, the same thing every time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm, I know that they have had like they've had some updates too, like new killers and oh my god, there's so many now. Yeah, new survivors and stuff like that. So it's kind of hard to keep up. It's kind of like Siege for me, where like I feel like I just I, it's so hard to keep up, man. You know, they add keep buying new, the season pass, man, and new people. I I think I have. That's what I do. Season I buy the season pass year. every year. I'll play like one or two days just to like figure out what the new people are, and then don't play again until next season. I think I have the season pass for this year. I honestly think I do, but I I can't remember. Like, I just can't remember. It's been that long since I played it. So I feel like I bought it at the beginning of the year, but I can't remember. I don't know, man. I don't know, man. I got to check it out. Oh, man. Anyway, um, 
yeah, so that's some fun games, but I kind of want to talk about this uh, this game coming up. I'm very excited for it because it's one that I'm sure a lot of people played as well. Yeah. Yeah, Destroy All Humans. Um, so I guess that is going to be released on July 28th. It is. It's going to be a remaster of the first installment of Destroy All Humans. And I remember playing this game as a kid and absolutely loving just killing cows and people. Oh, my God. Dude, it was so f- Oh my gosh, so fun. Like, never did the actual story, just kept hurting people. <laughs> yeah, me and my buddy played it a lot. We played it, like, just went around and just, like, destroyed things and just... Yeah, all the good stuff. All the good yeah, stuff. Yeah, Crypto was so cool. Oh my god. Um. Alright, so yeah, it says it's gonna be releasing uh, July 28th, PS4, Xbox One, Stadia, and PC. Uh, a remake of the 2005 original. New edition will put you in the shoes of an alien named Crypto 137 as you wreak havoc on puny earthlings or puny earthlings. Sorry, I can't read. Honey, during, I was same same difference. Same difference, right? Uh, during an invasion set in the 1950s, your goals are to harvest human DNA, destroy the U.S. government, and generally cause as much destruction as possible. So I just wanted to give a little oversight for anybody who has not played the game or know anything about this kind of game. It's just a fun little game to like go around. You play as an alien and you just destroy all humans. You destroy all kinds of crazy stuff. It's a, it's so much fun. It was so much fun, and I'm crazy excited. Honestly, for this. how perfect. That this game is coming out when this world is like falling apart. <laughs> we need a crypto. We need crypto one thirty seven to come down here and just destroy us all. Seriously, we really do. Like honestly, I, I would be more than okay with that. <laughs> so like, there's some there are some specific versions of this game. Um, there's a four hundred dollar edition, which I I don't want, but I actually like kind of want it. Yeah. I see that. Oh, it's so cool. All right, so I'll, I'll go through it. So you get a 23-inch Crypto 137 figure. It's pretty much him just, like, leaning on the like on his gun, like, all, like, cool-like. He's holding up a world mm-hmm. in his hand. It's, it's fucking cool. Uh, there's a Crypto backpack where he literally is just, like, like piggybacking on you. Yeah. I want that. It I don't think you so can good. really store a whole lot in there. <laughs> it looks very small. It does. Very, very small. It does. Uh, you get six lithographs. Not sure what that is. I guess those are like photos. Yeah, I think those like are like concept the photo, art. Like the concept art things, yeah. You get an eye-popping anti-stress toy. So it's like a small crypto and you squeeze it and his eyes pop out, which I think is really cool. Uh, I have to go I have to go back to GameStop and be like, hey, yo, uh, is this available? Because I might drop the $400 on this thing. <laughs> um, you get all in-game crypto skins. And what else do you get? You get like a crypto keychain. You get this really cool box. I'm a, I'm a big steelbook person. Mm-hmm. A really big steelbook person, so I, that's all I really want is a steelbook. Yeah. But I most likely would get this on my uh, PC, just because like I. This is why I didn't get Crash or Spyro on my PlayStation because the PS5 comes out in six months. Like these games aren't going to transfer over. That not that I'm aware of. So I don't I don't want to buy this game. And like not have it already. So like I'm gonna I'm probably gonna get it for PC, which sucks because I don't know if they're gonna have it for me. Like this edition is like I might actually be that idiot and do the full four hundred dollars. Yeah, I mean that makes sense. There, there is also another another version, a hundred fifty dollar version, which does come with some other stuff. A lot of the same stuff, like the the lithographs, the eye popping uh, stress toy, the keychain, the crypto skins. Um, but instead, it comes with a nine inch crypto and cow figurine. So that's a little bit different. So like you get a little bit tinier of a thing, but you also don't get as cool of like a case. Like, you don't get the steel book, um, it looks like. So, that's kind of interesting. Um, but it but says I'll, it's sold out, though. Yeah, I know, which is actually kind of crazy to think. 
Dude, Dude I should really buy this for $400. Oh, my God. The other edition. All right, stop, stop. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so there's really, you know, it, like the regular edition is only 40 bucks too, which is actually really cool. I like that. I don't want to spend $60 on this game, to be honest, <laughs> because it's, you know, it's a remaster. You know, it's it's not like it's I'm getting like remasters, man, because I think yeah. I looked it up. Yeah, you're not getting a full. I mean, it's 10 hours long, which is like, I think, a pretty solid campaign. Mm hmm. Because you can do more than 10 hours just honestly going around and just killing an entire city worth of people. It, it's worth it. Mm -hmm. So check it out, guys. Yeah. What, was, what day was that? July 28th. Yeah, got man. what? Let's see here. You got like two weeks. Yeah, it's the 11th weeks, of this it. recording. So a little over two weeks. And uh, that's uh, it's pretty crazy. I, I, was, I knew that this was coming, like you said, but I wasn't expecting it to be so soon. Dude, I just so many good like remasters are usually like okay not mm -hmm. always asked for but resident evil 2 and 3 have been great spyro crash have been great mm -hmm. call of duty modern warfare remastered i don't know how great that was and then the modern warfare 2 campaign got a remaster i don't i feel like there wasn't a whole lot of hype around it yeah i don't know i never played them yeah, so I don't know. I'm hoping that this one, like the graphics in this game as a child, I thought were actually like pretty sweet. So I'm mm -hmm. surprised and I'm curious to see what it looks like. I didn't look up any gameplay because I mean, I might look up a couple trailers to see how the remastered might look. But I'm going to be playing on PC, so I can only imagine this thing is going to be gorgeous. But I just hope it's not frame rate, frame rate locked like crashes because then crashes 37 frames per second that it's locked at. Mm, that kind of sucks. Yeah, I was hoping to get like 120 frames plus of Crash Bandicoot, but you know what? Yeah, but still, Take like you said, get. yeah, like you said, still being able to like have it forever, not having to worry about upgrading it to the next console, next gen, or whatever. You know, that's yeah. So that's I'm most likely get it on PC. Yeah. Um. Well, I'm hoping that they like for the PS because it seems like the PS5 is going to be doing a lot of like upgrades. You know, I'm hoping that True. this would kind of like fall into that because I would. I mean. That would be really cool for people who have a PS4 and going into PS5 because as a person who enjoyed the PlayStation a lot growing up, PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2, um, this was a game that I played a lot of and it was oh, a lot of, yeah. Yeah, it was so much fun. So like that's something that I would really love to see is like, you know, like things that they take actually consideration. Like, you know what I mean? Like something that's an old game, not just all the new titles that are coming out, all the big AAA ones, you know, like the Assassin's Creed or whatever, all the big ones that are coming out. Oh, for sure, dude. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so yeah, yeah. Um, you want to talk about the next one here? I'm very excited for this next one as well. Yes. But uh, yeah. So this is kind of going on with current events and upcoming releases that we're really excited for. So I believe it was yesterday or two days ago. Far Cry Six was leaked slash confirmed. All this random stuff, but Ubisoft confirmed that Far Cry Six will be shown this Sunday. This is recorded on a Saturday, so tomorrow, seven twelve, twenty twenty at the Ubisoft Forward Conference. I'm not sure what the Forward Conference is. I don't know if it's like their own little showcase, but I don't know. I might watch it because I'm really excited for Far Cry 6. So Far Cry 6 has leaked due to a PlayStation Store Hong Kong listing, which sucks, which really sucks because I know a lot of people want, you know, games to be surprises because this has been really cool. They're like, oh, everyone's, let's go watch the Ubisoft event. And you're mm. sitting there with, you know, your Diet Coke and, you know, your cheetos bro I'm like got... oh this is all right and i'm waiting for something cool to happen and then boom far cry 6 revealed oh my god oh my god we're here it's like no nah, nah, and someone ruined it so it's confirming giancarlo esposito as the game's villain 
They're providing a suggested release date of February 18th of 2021, which honestly, like, we think that's far away. That's really not. It's less than a year away. Yeah. And Far Cry games have always been lengthy, but I feel like a comfortable length. Yeah. Like, Far Cry 5 was a comfortable length for me to beat. Yeah. Like Assassin's that's, Creed, too much. Yeah, like, that's only seven months away. Like, that's, like, not even, like, that's barely over half a year away. Yeah, that'll like, go by super quick. It'll go by so quick. So, I'm really excited about this one, too, because I love the Far Cry series. Um, I didn't play uh, a ton of the first two. The first two were fine. Um, I played them after I played the third one, though. The third one's what got me into, like, the whole series, to be honest. Yeah. I don't know. No, I never played one or two. Yeah. I played them after I got into it. Like, I wanted to play them because of the third one. Like, I just really enjoyed it. I was like, man, I really want to play the other ones. You know, like, just want to see what it's like. I never played them because I believe they were an older game as well. Um, oh, yeah, they're pretty old. Like, yeah. PlayStation I 1, I think, might be for the first one. Yeah, I could have sworn they were, like, super old. So, like, I don't I don't, I don't, remember playing them when I was younger, but they're really cool and uh, definitely really enjoyed the third one. That got me into it, like, hardcore. It was, like, first person. It was super intense. I really loved the combat, and it was just – it was so dope, man. Um, so I played the fourth one as well. Um, that one was really cool. I didn't play – I can't remember what the – Oh man, what was like the beast one? I I don't even remember what it was. It was like the I can't even remember. It had like the mammoths and everything in there. Um it was yeah. I I didn't play that one and then I played number 5. And number 5 was really good. That one I actually five was really really good. Yeah, the story of that one was really really good and enticing and I uh I, I kind of thought, like, you know, I didn't, I kind of thought I wasn't going to be into them after number four, because number four was fine, but it wasn't anything, like, crazy. I didn't, like, you know, it was very forgettable, number four was for me. Um, yeah, so, oh my god, what, which one, when was four? Three was good, was so, three with the one with, um, oh, it was the crazy dude on the island, and four was, like, mm -hmm. the... Thailand one. Yeah, right? four was like Thailand guy. It was yeah. Like, yeah, it was like kind of like crazy and obviously crazy. They're all crazy. Um, they're all, yeah, they're yeah, all fine. Yeah, and then the one after that was like the one with the mammoths and everything, but they kind of just basically oh, reskinned number four. Primal. That's what it was called. Um, I primal, never played yeah. that. Never, never played, played that either. one. Want to though? I hear extremely underrated. Interesting. Okay. See, I hear yeah. it's very underrated as well. I just got turned off of it because I heard it was basically just a reskin version of number four. Well, there's like they didn't they didn't really like hype it up. They just kind of like uh, like slid that under the rugs. Like, oh yeah, by the way, here's Parker. If I'm yeah, I did. You know, I did realize that too. I was like, there's. I was like, oh, this, oh, this is out. What? What is this? exactly? Yeah, they <laughs> always do huge events and stuff like that, and yeah. Yeah, they just like were like, you know what? Here's Far Cry Primal. We'll see you guys in like two years, and they May blew me out the water with five. Mm hmm. Maybe it was supposed to be like a DLC or something like that, but they just kind of expanded on it a little bit. And then just but, like, what, what game, game would you connect that to? Because Primal was like prehistoric. Yeah, that's what I mean. Maybe it was just like a DLC for number four or whatever. You know what I mean? Like something you yeah, could like, buy, but then it just ended up becoming in like its own thing. They just expanded on it so much, and they're just like yeah, because they, they charge sixty bucks for that thing. So yeah, exactly. Like, and I mean, obviously, Ubisoft is you know notorious they, for that. Notorious for being money grubbing. Anyway, um. Yeah, I'm still super excited for this one, though, because number five was incredible. I thought that one played really, really well. I had a lot of fun with it. It was super smooth, and just I really liked the story of it. The story of it got yeah. me going. 
You know, the I'll say this for Far like I've always said this for the Far Cry games. The the villains in those games always get me. They always get me so amped so up. So good, dude. So riled up, and I'm just like, man, I love this. Like they're they do such a good job of that. So I'm excited were, to see. Were the enemies the Jones in five? Like that weird uh like religious cult in yeah, Montana? It was like a religious cult. I think Oh, that was called, so good. I think they were called the Jones. I, I think it was the remember. Jones or Jonah, something like that. But dude, yeah. the ending of that was crazy. And then New Dawn. Was New Dawn a DLC or was New Dawn its own game? I never got to play it. I really want to, though. I think New Dawn was, I'm pretty sure it was like its own game, kind of like Primal. But I can't recall. I'm going to look it up right now. Yeah, yeah, you might have to look that up right now. Yeah, because it might be I mean, just a DLC. Uh, it might just be a DLC. Um. Yeah, because you know, because if they if it is its own separate game, then we can maybe expect like that kind of thing after Far Cry Six, since they did that after Four as well, like Primal. You know, they might. No, like, I mean, it, it, it looks like it's its own game. It's just a spinoff of what happened after the bomb dropped. See, that's what I thought. That's what I thought. I thought that's it was crazy. its own game. Yeah. So maybe they're gonna do something else like that again. Maybe they're kind of planning these things. Like maybe they're doing Far Cry Four, and then they did Primal, and then they're you know. Then maybe and they did five and then five, the new dawn and the new dawn and then maybe six and then whatever comes out after that. That actually, actually I, need to, I need to play new dawn now. So that's actually kind of interesting. I kind of like that setup to be honest. Yeah, that's if, if they do, not do that. terrible. Yeah, if they do end up doing that, like I think that's really cool to be honest because I've always liked the idea of having like non-canon games like as well and especially if you're gonna make a huge like series like Assassin's Creed for instance. They did a, more than a few non-canon ones, but I feel like at a certain point they were just pushing out like a bunch out of, out of nowhere. And I was just like, I, I just want more like main story. Like, I don't know. I, I just lost track of like the main story of it after a while. Yes. Well, I, I completely agree, man. Yeah. So I kind of like the idea of having like those buffers, like that kind of stuff. But like, I feel like Assassin's Creed just kind of sprinkled out like so many at one point. And I was just like, well, it was every year sorry. they had a new one. Yeah, every but every year they, they had a new one. Yeah, and then they stopped doing that, and then they gave it was like every two years, and they'd come out with these games that are like ninety hours long. It's like, dude, stop. Yeah, it's like, please, man, stop. I, yeah, like I really enjoy playing like a good length game, but I don't want to play it every time I play, like you know, the game. You know, every time I would play a triple A game, I don't want it to be a super long title. Like, it seems like all these triple A games are just crazy long, and I'm just like, oh my god, I'm tired. <laughs> Yeah, I need to figure out how long New Dawn is because mm -hmm. I'm definitely I'm definitely down to play it. Yeah, but. same because I really enjoyed Far Cry Five, so might have to do that to get me through until Far Cry Six. But well, here's some information. So like obviously we said February 18th, so mm -hmm. like Hunter said, was that seven months away? Yep. So perfect. Not a long time to wait, guys. Not a long. So time it looks like so we talked about this with. The older games and like destroy all humans coming for PlayStation, does it go over to PS5? This game does. If you get PS4, you pretty much receive a PS5 upgrade. Which is cool because I hear I've never played any of the Far Cry DLCs, but I hear they are amazing. Mm -hmm. I hear Ubisoft does a great job with DLCs for this franchise. But to give you guys a little understanding, this looks like it's going to be taking place in Cuba. So here, let's find it. So Giancarlo Esposito is the game's villain, like I talked about earlier. Um, his character's name is Anton Castillo. This takes place in the island of Yara, the largest Far Cry playground to date, which is kind of scary. Because those games were always huge. Yeah, and they just got bigger and bigger. 
Well, now we have the Unreal Engine for PS5. We have all the good stuff, man. Mm-hmm. And it's almost, it's taking place in a tropical paradise frozen in time. And they're saying it's more like a Cuban setting. Um, you guys obviously can't see this, but it looks like the, well, I mean, it's on Twitter because people leaked it because people are a-holes. But it looks like there is, what's it called, Anton Castillo staying there with his hands on a shoulder of maybe like his granddaughter or his young daughter, niece. And it could, I mean, it could also be a boy. I'm looking at a very, very small image, but it looks like a girl. And behind them is like a tropical place that I guess you would say looks like Cuba and it might even be on fire. So I'm not sure if we're going to get like tribal people that we're going to be fighting or like a government. Yeah. But honestly, I'm really, really, really. Oh, it's let's see if I read a little bit. It's his young chap in the image below is his son. They use the word the young chap. <laughs> so that's, that is a boy. I apologize. I was extremely insensitive. But for a small image, looks like a girl. I don't have my glasses on. Give me a break. <laughs> so it's following, looks like the San Diego following in his bloody footsteps, which honestly just gave me goosebumps to read that. I'm fucking excited. The protagonist is apparently a local yarn called Danny Rojas, a guerrilla soldier fighting for freedom. He will employ makeshift weapons, vehicles, and amigos, the new fangs for hire to burn the tyrannical regime to the ground. That's dope. Yeah, man. That sounds so cool. I always loved the way that these games were set up, and I'm just really excited, like, for another one. Like, I just, I, I don't know. I'm just so excited. I'm for already going one. on Steam to see how much New Dawn is, man. Yeah, I got to check that one out, too. That's going to be so good, man. It's going to be so damn good. Like, I can't think of a bad Far Cry or Far Cry game. Not even Primal, because I hear it's so, I heard it was great. Yeah, I don't know. I hear that they're all great. I like, even the ones that I haven't played, I like the one that I haven't played, like Primal, like, I hear it's great, but I didn't play it myself because of what everybody said. So, like, I really, you know, I need to, like, not do that. I need to make sure that I get, you know, my own opinion <laughs> before I actually yes. take everybody else's opinion. Because well, I, I wanted I to play it. For, uh, the Last of Us 2. I haven't played it yet. Mm-hmm. People said it was bad. And I was like, oh, I don't know. Ah, man. It's always tough. It's really tough when you, like, when you get, like, an opinion that's set like that in your mind with something that you really enjoy. And it actually makes, like, it actually affects your decision on it. And you're like, God damn it. Why didn't I do that? And then you do it later on. And you're like, why didn't I do this earlier? Son of a bitch. Like, <laughs> it was. What the fuck? Yeah. So there's always that, like, little bit of fear, too, when you, like, go to do it. You're like, man, this is going to suck if this turns out to be really great. And I feel really bad for not doing it right away. <laughs> it happens, man. Yeah. It does happen. It does happen. No, but this is going to be a really good game. I look forward to it. I'm super excited. I'm already looking at buying New Dawn for $40. So <laughs> let's get it. Hell <laughs> oh, yeah, man. Hell yeah, super excited as well. So, um, but yeah, moving on from that and moving on from like video games and whatnot, let us know what other kind of games you guys are excited for. There was a few others that we were looking at. One of them was Crisis, I believe, the remaster or something like that coming out. Yes. yes, um, yes. Yeah, that looks really cool. So let us know if you guys have anything that you're very, very interested in or very excited about that's coming out, um, whether it's a very tiny game or just a super large game. Just let us know. Let us know what you were into. Um Anyway, uh, so moving on from that, we are going to be talking about uh, Ninja streaming on YouTube. So he did a little stream on YouTube. Um, I believe it was on uh, the 10th. What was it? Um, yeah, the 10th. I believe it was uh, the Wednesday, the 10th. And he a... Uh, or wait, was it? No, hold on. No, yesterday was Friday. That was the 10th. So that would be the 8th. Yeah, the 8th. Sorry, he did it on the 8th, I believe. 
and um, it was just one little stream, and he only did it for, I believe, 97 minutes, it says, and it peaked at 160,000 people, which is pretty cool, but uh, yeah, so he played Fortnite with some friends, and I don't know, honestly, uh, he hasn't said anything about, like, moving there permanently, a lot of people made speculations right as it happened that he was just gonna go there, like, right away, like, he was, he, like this is where he is now, and I'm just like, he didn't say anything, like, maybe he's just testing the waters, like, <laughs> give him a second. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. yeah, so I don't know. We'll see if this is where he's going. But like we were talking about uh, before in the past, in the previous podcast, I think that would be the smartest move for him. Um, I believe you think that as well. So um, honestly, I read that he is in negotiations with other platforms, but he did this like just purely on his own. He's talking to YouTube, but they haven't like nothing has come from it yet. Yeah. Well, but I think cool. he should go to YouTube, man. Like, I, think don't, I wouldn't well. go back to Twitch. YouTube yeah. or Twitch and him had a terrible falling out. I think it would do terrible things for his career if he went back. Yeah, probably. He still has the highest following on Twitch, even though he hasn't streamed on there in a long in a while. Um, yeah, I think 14 million or something like that. But he has 24 million uh, subscribers. subscribers on YouTube, which is absolutely insane. So him just going to YouTube is like. Not even. I don't think it's gonna be any skin off his back, to be honest. Like, no, I think it'd be the best for his content and the uh, way yeah. things are going. Because Mixer was supposed to be the next gen uh, streaming platform. Mm-hmm. They're just streaming in general and content. I've said this before. I've said it again. YouTube is going to be king. Yeah, it is. It definitely is going to be king. And uh, if he starts streaming on there, it might even help influence a little bit more. Like if he starts streaming on there exclusively and they cut a deal with him and everything like that, it could definitely provide a boost for YouTube's gaming push and everything that they're doing for this industry. So, um, oh, 100%. Yeah, and they signed all different kinds of other people like PewDiePie. They signed him an, ex- an exclusive contract. They signed other people like who uh, was the one that they nabbed from Twitch. Um, they, I think they nabbed Courage. a couple. Courage, he was the big one. Courage, Valkyrie. Valkyrie, yep. There's a big. So quite a few people, man. Quite a few people, yeah. So they're definitely making the moves, and like I think they will come out on top as well if they can figure out how to make it a bit more cohesive uh, in terms of the streaming and the video content. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, there was there's a cute little or a nice little like little uh quote here. I just wanted to talk about. Uh, we welcome any content from him, said Talia Yates, a spokeswoman for YouTube, adding that the company would continue to work with Mr. Blevins to increase his presence on YouTube. She would not say whether Mr. Blevins had struck a deal with YouTube, which is owned by Google. So they haven't said that they struck a deal, and as as Rugs said before, that they are currently talking everything like that. I also heard that Twitch like kind of begged him to come back. I don't know what where this was Ooh. or anything like that, but it's in the article. It says that they that they begged him to come back. And I'm like, that's kind of funny. So like, I don't know. I, I think he should definitely go to YouTube and be so much better for everything, just in general. Um I did not know that part. He yeah, begged for him to come back. It says it here in the article. Um I, I don't think he would no, I don't think he would either. That would be they yeah. streamed porn on his account. Oh yeah, no, I would I would be super pissed. I would be super pissed at at them. Like nah, 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 bruv. We're, we're not, <laughs> not bruv. Yeah, we're not doing that. Um, <laughs> GTFO, my friend. GTFO. Yeah, big GTFO. Yeah, it said somewhere in here. Um, oh yeah, loyalist to Twitch, the Amazon-owned streaming platform, had begged. Oh, loyalist to Twitch, got you. So it was like all the all the loyalists. Sorry, I misread that. Um, but they had begged uh, Tyler, uh, Tyler Blevins to come home to the service in quotations. Um, so so a lot of people were going for him on Twitch. Sorry, I guess it wasn't Twitch itself, but uh, 
that yeah that definitely would have made it better <laughs> oh yeah for sure but still like a lot of people want him to go back on twitch and um i mean i get that but i think it would be way better for him to go to youtube 100 percent, way better it's a, i think it's a better move financially i think it's because like not even take out the relationship with twitch and him like just just let's let's just forget that in general because their relationship's odd mm. the people are gonna roast and be extremely toxic towards him mm-hmm. I, I just know that for a fact oh yeah for sure so Especially it's just for... like why, why even bother oh yeah 100 and i feel like youtube would just be a better idea just all inclusively because obviously they're the big they're another big runner here um he clearly has no interest in facebook um why? i don't know why i i don't get it either <laughs> um but yeah he i, I feel like it's it's almost like <laughs> no you're all good it's almost like the best option and the only option kind of in yeah. a way like it's not like the only option obviously he could go back to twitch or do something else like that he could even go to some other like tiny site and probably like help blow that up or whatever but well, brime is the thing Brime is the thing. There's like one called Trove or something, Trovo or something like that. I don't remember. Um, but yeah, no, there's a, there's a few of them out there that have kind of like tried to make uh, a bit more of a name for themselves, especially since Mixer had uh, announced this shutdown. I've noticed a few more like tiny names of streaming platforms like just pop up out of nowhere. Yeah, and I was right. like, I was like, I was like, wait, what's happening here? Where did you guys come from? What? Where have y'all been? Where have you guys been? So uh, it's kind of funny to see. But um, yeah, I think it'd be really cool if you went to YouTube. I would definitely like to see his uh, streams on there. And I think it would help the, the platform a lot just in terms oh, 100%. of. 100%. Yeah, not in only terms of like getting more traction for, you know, the live streaming industry. But also just helping them like determine what would be best to like focus on in that aspect like focus on just to uh better it you know because obviously it's not the best it just doesn't work the best like not together the video content and the live streaming just doesn't work the best like how it's set up the flow of it just just doesn't work right so yeah i feel like it would also help just feedback wise you know having so many more people over on the live streaming part of youtube it would definitely help a lot no i agree and i just looked on facebook he has 500 and like 36,000 followers so like I think it'd be a good idea for him to go to because oh, yeah. he doesn't really have to worry about um, like oh like where's my following am I going to get viewers like he has no issues with that yeah zero yeah he does not have any issues with that <laughs> I would like to see YouTube bring in more variety streamers mm-hmm. just because like he's going to be playing Warzone Fortnite Valorant Valkyrie probably plays around the same Courage we know for a fact plays all of those games I want to see more people like when King Gothalian, he moved to Facebook with the move. Mm. They gave him a deal. I'm assuming I wish YouTube would have picked him up. Yeah. Yeah. I wish YouTube would have picked him up. Not, I don't know what his following on YouTube is. He probably has close to a million followers, if not a million followers. Like here, I'm going to look it up right now while we talk, but I just don't understand like why he didn't really push for that. No, I don't know why either, but uh, I'm sure he, uh, he only has 17.6 subscribers. Okay. So, I mean, he probably didn't have that much of a, like, you know, a, a, a base on YouTube. So he just figured, like, might as well just go on over to Facebook, I'm sure. And I'm sure he didn't mind about the move or anything like that. No, I'm sure he didn't. I'm sure he had his reasons as well. Yeah, like, I'm sure it wasn't that big of a deal. Um, But, yeah, no, I, uh, man, 
I'm just really interested to see what's going to happen in the next uh, few years. Really, oh, it's going to be insane watching this unfold, man. Yeah, yeah. Did you want to touch up on those last little article that we have, though? Yeah. So everybody knows I, I love TikTok. I'm really into the whole talking of the ticks, but. TikTok might be getting banned. I mean, this story has been out for a couple days now. Um, I didn't really know too much about it. I just thought it was kind of funny. And there was a part of me that kind of wish it did. I'm evil like that. I like, I want to see you fall. I want to see you suffer. But that was evil. I'm sorry. Anyway, so TikTok might be getting banned. Like I said, the United States is looking, quotes, on banning Chinese social media app, including TikTok. So there's more apps that they're looking at, but TikTok is in the crosshairs. The reason is because they feel it is a threat to national security. So the Secretary of State, Mike Pompeo, I think that's how I say his name, mm-hmm. saying that, you know, if you want to download the app, you just got to be okay with giving your private information to the Chinese Communist Party. Because this, the app is actually located in, like, I guess the, the main hub is what they're telling me is based in Beijing. And I think that it's made by ByteDance. But they also have an American-led CEO which hundreds of employees and key leaders across, you know, going through safety and security. So I'm not really sure. Like, do I think TikTok's actually going to get banned? No, especially if that information is correct. If it's an American CEO with, you know, the right kinds of things, I just, I don't know. I, I don't know if it can actually get away with banning the whole app because that doesn't happen too often. Like, if at all, at least not that I'm aware of. Like an app of this size, it's been downloaded 350 million times in the first three months of the year. So from January to March, 350 million times this thing was downloaded, which yeah. is crazy. And they're claiming, America is still claiming it's a threat to sovereignty and its integrity. Like everything is just bad. Apparently it's like data farming us, giving all our information to the Chinese Communist Party, which obviously, I don't know if that's real. I don't know if that's true. But that's what they're at least... I mean, this is coming from CNN Business, so I mean, it's, it's pretty credible to me. I just don't know what they possibly could be getting from us. Yeah. Um, like, I know it's algorithm-based, but I don't know. Yeah, so, yeah, it seems like it's been, uh, it's kind of been like a thing for a little while, and it looks like uh, TikTok has said previously that it operates separately from ByteDance, which is the company that the startup, uh, the base startup that owns TikTok and um, it says its data centers are located entirely outside of China and that none of that data is subject to Chinese law. U.S. user data is stored in the United States with a backup in Singapore. According to TikTok, a spokesperson for the company told CNN Business in May that it thinks the uh, national security concerns are unfounded. So, um, I mean, like with that kind of information, I guess it kind of it would like make sense but I would still be a little like wary. Like I'm still like a little like weird and like iffy about that because I know it's been an issue for a little while, you know, and usually like when things are like, you know, kind of been an issue for a little while and like haven't really made like, I don't know, like they've, you know, said these things and they've shown these things, but they haven't like made any other kind of like effort to just like, even if it is like, okay, like, you know, change things a little bit just to give a little bit more reinsurance, just in, I don't not sure like what exactly, but I don't know if that makes sense. I'm just like trying to like spitball here, but I think, um, I don't know. I think it's definitely something to be wary of and I don't think it's going to go away. Like you said, but no, not at all. I think something is definitely going to change before everybody stops talking about it. 
I mean, I don't know what they could change though. Like, I know it's an algorithm. I know they got to be getting some type of information, but like, what app is it? Facebook yeah. does it. Instagram does it. Twitter so many, does it. Oh yeah, like, all the apps get it. All the apps get your information, and everything like that. Um, so yeah, I'm not sure what else they could do either. But I'm, I don't know, maybe like some other kind of statement from ever, like you know, the company that owns it, everything like that. Uh, yeah, maybe. I'm not sure. I'm not sure, but I thought it was kind of interesting, and uh, we just kind of added this like last little minute because we know a lot of people are really interested in TikTok. wasn't sure if people had heard this or seen this, so it's something to look out for, I guess. But I, I don't think, you know, like, like the person said, Mike Pompeo or whatever. Um, you know, use it at your own risk. You know, do it at your own risk. If you, if you want to use the app, then go for it. Like it's all you. Just like, just know that it's at your own risk, which. All apps are, you know, it's just how it is, you know, like in the user agreement, when you, when you agree to that, it's just like, you just agree to, you know, things happening. Sometimes there's some fine print and it's not fun, you know, so that's why user agreements kind of suck, but always look at the fine, always look at the fine print, print. man. It's really rough. Um, but anyway, there's like, you know, all kinds of apps, like you said, that are stealing our kinds of data and all kinds of shit like that. So, I, you know, use it at your own risk, just like any other app, you know? No, I agree. Yeah. So, well, yeah, I, there you have it. There you have it. Honestly, I don't know, man. We kind of got a, like a weird little lineup here for this one, but I, I liked it. I thought it was good. I had a good time. It was with very it. random. Every nothing flowed in the sense that like usually we have things that kind of relate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nothing related here, and I enjoyed mm-hmm. that because it was something different. Because also, guys, to be fair, when we we look up like current event news, nothing nothing fucking happened. <laughs> like nothing really is like happened that's jaw dropping. Like yeah. the doctor disrespect disappearing thing. That's really big but there's nothing to talk about on it. He just hasn't come back. Yeah. No, Twitch hasn't said anything. He hasn't said anything. No, yeah. everyone's just speculating. So it's like, we're not going to talk about that. Yeah. So like, I don't know. There's just a ton of like interesting things that could be going on, but no one knows what's actually happening. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So yeah. there's like not a whole lot going on in the, the whole industry, at least this week. Hopefully next week we'll get something a little bit more spicy. Mm-hmm. It is slim pickings, man. It was slim pickings for sure. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, like, you know, let us know if there's anything on your guys' mind or anything that you guys have seen. Uh, let us know in the comments down below on YouTube. Um, or, you know, if you're listening to this on whatever else, then go to the YouTube and let us know there. Like, it's the best place to go. Or you can tweet it at us if you want. Um, the Twitter for Unclaimed XP is the same. We also have an Instagram, all that fun stuff. But, uh, yeah, just really curious to hear your guys' thoughts on everything. And um, I thought we'd move on into the thought of the week before we wrap things up, if that's cool with you, man. Yeah, let's do it, brother. Cool. So since so many have to start over due to Mixer's shutdown, um, what kind of strategies are you planning to use? Uh, we'll go over this next week, and we'll talk what like what kind of strategies we plan to use or what kind of strategies that I plan to use anyway. I know Rug has uh, a bit a bit of things to talk about. Um, or a bit of things to uh, to uh, think about or whatever when it comes to streaming. But um, I know he has all kinds of strategies up his sleeve. I know he's been through the ringer. He's done all kinds of stuff. He's, he's been through it. I've streamed everywhere, man. Exactly. I can give you advice on every, every platform. I got exactly. It. So I think it'll be a lot of fun to kind of hash out some ideas and strategies and things that we can implement new and old uh, for this whole you know restart and uh, maybe it'll help somebody else out there maybe it'll help spark some ideas but also give us some, yeah also if you guys have some ideas of your own then let us know as well but we'll talk about it in the next week um, did you want to touch on the uh, last week's thought of the week which was uh, what platform you're backing and supporting which I guess we can kind of just touch on real quick if you want 
Sure. I mean, for, for me and what I've done um, the past couple of weeks is I've been on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, I've already streamed on Twitch. Uh, I've already got an affiliate. I was quite successful on Twitch, relatively speaking, for what I'm used to the past couple of years. And I felt like just going back because I, I was on Twitch for like six months. And then I left Twitch to go back to Mixer because I missed the community and I wanted to start really grinding YouTube at the same time. Mm-hmm. Because I knew eventually, I've said it a thousand times, YouTube's going to be king. Yeah. I was like, this would be the time to start now with all these moves and stuff. And then when Mixer happened, I was like, oh, well, shit, I guess I'm just going to do YouTube primarily. So YouTube has been my main, like, su- I've been supporting that the most. I've been watching more YouTube videos, watching my friends' videos, liking and subscribing and just commenting just to get boost the algorithm as best as I can. Mm-hmm. So m- my winner is definitely YouTube. Definitely going with YouTube on this one. Yeah, that's fair. Honestly, um, you know, like, I, so for me, it's weird because like the, pa- the, the platform that I'm like, you know, backing or supporting or whatever, I guess, is I'm kind of hoping that YouTube comes out on top. I'm kind of hoping that YouTube is like, you know, the winner in all of this and everything. And I really hope that they can find a way to mesh the content together to make it, you know, a lot easier and a lot just flow a lot better. But uh, like at the moment, the platforms that I'm using and supporting are uh, Twitch for live streaming and then YouTube for video content. So, and then also I do other things with other social media platforms, but yeah, I'm going to be streaming on Twitch uh, primarily. And then YouTube will just be video content still. So uh, I don't know, man. I just, I was really interested in Twitch back in the day and I just wanted to see like what I could do with it. And I figured, uh, you know, I might as well, like I'm going to be doing YouTube anyway. I'll be doing video content anyway. And uh, I want to do, uh, I want to get better at that before I do live streaming on there, you know, and I want to try and like let the live streaming kind of build a little bit better on there. I want to see if I can actually build something on Twitch. You know, I want to see if yeah, I can, course. you know, I mean, why not give it a shot and see what happens. Right. So hell yeah, brother. Yeah, exactly. So been having a good time with it. I've only done like three streams. I'm actually going to be doing another one after this. So that's going to be fun. Um, but yeah, I've been having a great time with it. So um, I'm not sure. uh if we have anything else, did you have anything else to say before uh, I do the little wrap ups or? Nah, man, I, th- I think we got it all. I look forward to next week to see if we get some really cool and in-depth things. Hopefully we learn something about Dr. Disrespect. But, you know, I'm yeah. good. Very interested to hear about that. <clears throat> um. Anyway, so guys, thank you all so much for listening. Seriously, you guys have been amazing. Thank you all so much for the incredible feedback. Let us know what you guys thought over on the YouTube channel. If you guys are listening to this on anything else, make sure you like favorites, but you know, do all the things on Spotify or I, you know, iTunes podcast, you know, do all the things, favorite it, leave a comment or help or whatever, whatever you can do to help support us really does help support us. Honestly, you have no idea. The little things do go a long way. So subscribe to the YouTube, follow us on Twitter, follow our personal channels. If you guys want as well, or just tweet at us what you guys thought or any kind of other um, things or topics that you guys really found interesting. Anything you're looking forward to. Really excited for the next weeks um, because I'm really excited to talk strategies about starting over and everything. But uh, yeah, other than that, guys, really, really appreciate you all listening. Thank you all so much. Hope you all have a great rest of your day and a great week. And uh, until next time, stay awesome, dudes. Later.